Hey, Jordan, uh, how old are you, bro? 19. And uh, when did you discover wholesaling? About six months ago. And how many deals have you done since then? I've done three. And how much money have you made? $35,000. <laughs> Boom! We say what, bro? Let's go get Let's this go money. Get this money. <laughs> Wholesale to Million family, what up, what up, what up? We are back with another subscribe first wholesale deal interview. I'm going to have Jordan here share with you guys exactly how he's able to execute within six months, close three deals and made 35 G baby. Anyways, um, for those of you, if you like this interview, please, if it does add value to you, show me some love, show my guests some love, boom, smash that thumbs up. You're new to the channel. Be sure to boom, smash that subscribe button. Make sure you turn on the bell notification, but man, I am pumped, man. And I'll let Jordan share with you guys the stories and also too is all the nuggets, exactly how he did it throughout the whole entire process. So you can copy and duplicate, take notes, no sales pitch, straight up free content. Jordan, I'm going to hand it over to you, player. No, yeah, of course. And uh, thank you for your time. Um, I think it's crazy that we met each other. I saw the TikTok video has something like 2.7 million views. What the heck yeah. was that, man? <laughs> Bro, you made it happen, dude. You made it happen. So, uh, you know, that, that was awesome, man. When I post it, it go crazy. Uh, yeah. Just because of, you know, uh, people can resonate because we get, you know, there's a lot of 18, 19, mid twenties yeah. or late twenties are, are, are on there, man. So you're, you're a huge inspiration, bro. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. So Jordan quickly, man, um, give us a little background, man. Give us a little background about yourself. No. Yeah, of course. I come from a single mom, um, raised me my whole life. Just, just her and I, no brothers, no sisters, uh, just us two getting through it. Uh, she is a normal nine to five job every, like every meeting class family, I believe. Um, now throughout life, I was always told, you know, get, get good grades in high school, go to college. You're going to do good. Can I be completely honest with you, Kong? I graduated with like a 2.1 GPA, terrible in school, <laughs> the worst kid in school. Um, I barely graduated, but I, I did high school. And then, of course, my mom told me, all my friends told me, go to college, get get a good, good degree, get a good job, stuff like that. And I went to one semester to college, and I hated it, man. I started failing. I didn't care about classes. I wasn't doing the homework, like just the same as, as high school. But I decided that wasn't for me, and I wanted to make some money. So I started working at a car dealership, Chevy in Punta Gorda. Um, I started doing that. I made some money and of course started saving up every single penny. I wouldn't even go to McDonald's or, or, or Starbucks or anything. Cause Good to me, you, to me, a $2 uh, McDonald's cheeseburger or $6, like Starbucks drink. That was like too expensive for me. Yeah. Even though I had five, $6,000 in the bank, I looked at, it, I said, I can't afford it. My friends, my friends would go get pizza, go hang out, whatever. And I'm like, I can't afford $10, man. But the whole time I had 10 G's in my bank, you know? Mm. So, so I worked there for maybe six months from January all the way to, to June, um, saved up every single penny I could ever save. I stayed at my mom's house. So I didn't have to pay rent. Have to, I don't have to pay mortgage, anything like that. Stay at my parents' house. Um, it sucks. Cause 
you know, I didn't want to bring friends over to my mom's house or my girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like, because it's my mom's house, but um, I wanted to save up as much money as possible, as fast as possible. Mm. So I did that for six months and I ended up saving a little over $10,000. Dude, and- hey, Jordan, uh, sorry uh, to interrupt. Dude, I can relate with your story so much, dude. When I was 18, 19, you know, I, I wasn't even the Starbucks, you know, even though we got some cash stacked uh, in the bank, all right? Versus the one that's going living paycheck to paycheck. And they go and they just blow that five or six dollar like it's nothing. But yeah. for me, dude, just like you, I look at it, I say, dude, that's an expensive drink, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And this yeah. is this is dude, this is the people that have money. This is how this is how we think versus yeah. people that are broke, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for us, even though we got some cash stack away, but we look at it, we're like, dude, that's expensive. And that's how we're able to, to have money, man. We're frugal. We look at it versus, you know, the amount of money that we're, we're making. Smart, dude. You're, dude, good for you, man. Right. So, Jordan, dude, could you do me a favor? For some reason, your screen, it shakes a little bit, man. Okay. Um, let me see. Yeah. Is this it, fine? It, Is this a little better? Yeah. No. Okay, go. Um. No, yeah, like I said, um, even even spending twenty five dollars for a shirt was too expensive to me. Yep. You know, I go to Ross, I look at all your videos, I love yeah, you. Yeah, baby. If it's no more than ten dollars, I don't buy it. You know what I mean? That's right. So <laughs> I love that that you do that, especially you still do that. You keep yourself humble, even though you're at the level that you are. I really appreciate uh, that that you do that. I really see Thanks, that. Um, of course. Uh, cool cars are always are always <laughs> your weakness, though. Yeah. Uh, same here. No, definitely. Awesome. Yeah, man. Um, so now, Jordan, let's talk about um, let's talk about your first wholesale deal, man. So what what I want you to do, Jordan, I want you to take people through your through the whole process, man. Through the whole trench. How many hours you putting out? What yeah. hours are you doing? Like working? What like how you work it, man? No, yeah, of course. Starting off, um. First, I wanted to research a lot. I watched all your videos. I watched other people's videos. Um, And then of course, you know, I wasn't really sure exactly what wholesaling is. So I didn't want to put a bunch of money into something I I don't know. Um, So then I I did, I did the free route. Um, Basically I was calling um, tax liens on my public uh, county tax collector. I would search them up. And then I would use true people search. Like I've seen on your videos, it's all free. So I would put that in, call them up. And I did it for like a month. No, no, who are you? Uh, Don't talk to me, don't call me, F you. Got cursed at everything, right? I'm sure you know. Um, So nothing worked, but after a while, um, I got very close to a deal, my very first deal. Um, I started talking to the seller. I went out, I went out to the house. Um, and then they kind of saw my age and they, they were like, you know, this, this guy doesn't really know what he's doing. And to be honest, I didn't, I had no idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I tried, I tried to, to, to learn some more. And I really figured out that I kind of need a mentor because this is a new thing that I have no idea about. My parents don't know about it. My friends don't know about it. They have no idea. So that's definitely why I reached out to a mentor and I found my friend Josh on a Facebook group 
uh, local here in uh, Tampa, Florida. So, so I found that out. I called him. I said, Hey, you know, I had this real estate deal. I was close to it. I was going to make some decent money, but I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I need some help. Um, so even though I watched, um, videos of you and stuff, it is pretty difficult starting off and and not having any idea, you know, it's not, it's not easy. Um, but I think, I think it's a lot easier than, than working a nine to five and, and, um, doing that for the rest of your life. So, of course, you know, gotcha, man. I found, I found my friend, um, he started teaching me a lot. He, he does wholesaling at a a higher level than I, he, he's done more deals than I have. Um, but he went ahead and taught me and we did, um, an agreement that we would do 50, 50 on our first deal. So we ended up, um, finding a house for, I believe, uh, it was worth about 160, but we ended up buying it at, I think it was at. It was at 120 minus 10k repairs, so we gave 100 to the seller. Um, then we went off and sold that for 110. It was about like 115, I believe. So, 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 Jordan, we're talking about your first deal, right? Yes. Okay. So, how did you how did you found your first deal, man? Um, what I did was, like I said, I was calling the tax liens and okay. stuff like that, but my friend said, Hey, um, pull a list from PropStream. I've seen that you've done that uh, a lot of times. So yep. I went ahead, got the membership from PropStream and I saw it was almost like an, an, an LLS. Yep. It's great, great website to use. So, um, PropStream gives you 10,000 leads to export. I started exporting them. And since I had some money saved up and I had a friend that was teaching me how to do it. I paid to skip trace it. And I also paid for a dialer. Um, so, so I did that. Um, I think I ended up spending about $1,100 all together with, with the dialer, with the skip tracing. I spent over a thousand dollars, um, like $1,100,000 putting everything together. And I had 10,000 leads to call. Got so, it. so, so Jordan, uh, let me slow, let me slow you down for those, um, that are obviously new into the game. Right. Yeah. A- and obviously for you, it's just, it's just recent. So you kind of know how things get overwhelmed. Yeah. So for those of you, so Jordan went to prop streams to boy less. Okay. So for those of you, if you are, you looking for some motivated distressed property list to call prop stream is what I use been using it for many years to have really, really good data. I believe it's the number one in the country. I'll leave my affiliate link right below for you to check them out. So if you use my affiliate link, you get a seven days free trial, no string attached. It's free. If you don't like it, you can disconnect, but within those seven days, you can maximize it, right? Use it. If you like it, you continue, you know, and you pay my membership, but you don't like, you just disconnect. So Jordan goes there to pull a list. Okay. Now what list did you pull? Exactly what you said. Everything I follow exactly what you said. High equity, 50% or more. Nice. Absentee owner. I put 10 year ownership. Um, all residential, no LLCs, no corporation. Um, I followed everything that you said. So I went ahead and did that. Gotcha, man. Okay, so we got vacant. We got high equity absentee owner. Okay, 10 years or more. Yeah. Okay, so you guys can do tax lien, all of that pre foreclosure. Okay, pull that list. Okay, so you got about 10,000 leads. Once you pull the list, 
after that, what did you do with that list? I put that into um, Mojo Dialer, okay. which is uh, which is a dialer that calls three people all at once. Uh, the first person that picks up is who you talk to, and and I read the, my script to them. Nice. So for those, if you have some cash, you know you can sign up for Mojo Dialer. Um, we use call tools. You know, it's 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 the same. So whichever one that you you want to pick, if you're gonna use mine, call tools. Use my promo code WTM. You, you get um, some discount on it. I don't know how much. If you want to use Mojo, that's all cool. So they dial up to like three. I think call tools dial, dial up to like 10, 10 number. If you don't have the cash, it's okay. You got to do what it takes. You just got to sit there and pound the phone. Call one person at a time then. Okay? So I don't want to hear no excuses. Oh, Kong, I don't have a Mojo, blah, 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 blah. Okay? And listen, man, go do something to get the cash to fund your side hustle. For those of you, you make up too many BS excuse. Remember, it's all about results or excuse. You got no cash because you've been spending and blowing all your money away? Then go get some, uh, you know, work at, you know, uh, get a two, uh, an hour work for somebody, cut the grass or whatever. Needs to get the cash so you can fund the side hustle if you need it to. Okay? Exactly. Okay, so Josh, so once you got, you, you upload that list onto your Mojo dialer, and then after that, obviously, you just pound the phone and you call. Exactly. Okay. So roughly, Josh, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Jordan, Jordan, how many people, how many people do you talk to until you come across the seller, man? Oh, this just is roughly. crazy. This is crazy. I've talked to more than like 6,000 people. Yeah. Dude, this is motivation. Easy. Yeah. It Good wasn't easy. Good for you, man. A lot of you <laughs> think like, oh, Don't you know quit. what? A lot of you think like, oh, I just need to call like 100 people. Oh, you know, and then you gave up after 10 people. You give up after 1,000 people. Jordan calls 6,000. Bro, I think you might be, uh, dude, I think you might be, you might be on the top, like, you might be on the top person that actually, that I have interviewed that talked to 6,000 people and haven't yeah. given up, bro. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you, man. I, I, I did an interview with someone else that's also like in their 20s. 19 or 20 and i think he made almost two almost three thousand calls before he got his first deal yeah good for you man okay so after six thousand calls now let's talk about this seller real quick so what was the so kind of walk us through how how was the conversation goes dude no of course i i called them i got them on the phone um i made a list of a couple questions that you should that you should go to. I think you have a YouTube video that says what questions to ask a motivated seller. So I put that all on my phone. I have a list of like 12 different questions. Nice. Of, of um, timeline, condition, nice. price, nice. motivation, stuff like that. Um, and this older woman, um, her husband died, un unfortunately, um, but she was she was tired of the house. Um, she didn't want to take care of the lawn anymore. She doesn't want to take care of all the extra things that you have to take up with the house. Um, she wanted to move into a condo and, and retire. Um, so I helped her do that. I said, I, I talked to her for maybe about 20 minutes on the phone. And then I reached out to my friend that was helping me at the time. And, and then we, we took another phone call, the two of us plus her kept on talking, kept on talking. And we set an appointment to meet at the house. Mm. And I know you do virtual wholesaling, which I haven't done yet, but um, I met the person at the house, the older woman. 
And, and then from there, we went, did a walkthrough of the house, took pictures, did everything that we needed to do. Um, then we talked about, you know, how, how close do you want to, um, do you want to sell it 30 days, 60 days? She said, uh, that third days is great. So we went ahead, did that. Um, we used your contract that I have on your website is for free. We used, um, we used the assignment contract and the buyer's contract that you both have on your website for free. Nice. Uh, you have YouTube videos of that too, explaining exactly what the contract is. When I first looked at it, oh my gosh, I have no <laughs> idea what I'm looking at, yeah. right? But you literally have a YouTube video that you cannot make it any easier for a person to, to look at it and understand exactly what you're saying. If you follow the video and if you follow the contract, it's right there. You've done a great job at telling baby steps for people. Thanks, bro. So and that's what that's why I went ahead and did. Appreciate it, bro. Thank you so much, man. Okay, so now let's talk about the. So for those of you, if you need um, the free contract, I, I I got you. The purchase and sell, the assignment agreement, the double closing contract, all of that. I'll leave the link right below. Punch in your email, and boom, you get it sent to you like that. Free, free. Okay. So let's talk about the ARV. So what's the ARV of the property? Um, now I use PropStream, Zillow, and I believe Redfin. And it said, um, there was a couple numbers. There was like 140, 160. So I kind of put it at like 150. Okay. And what was the estimated rehab? The estimated rehab was about 10,000. Okay. Um, everything looked to be pretty decent. The HVAC, electrical, the roof, the biggest things that might be a problem, but the kitchen wasn't in the best shape. Um, the cabinets needed to be done. Um, some holes needed to be patched. So a lot of it wasn't major work, but I knew how much it would cost because um, I was helping fix up my friend's house and um, we would go to Home Depot and I knew kind of what everything else would cost. So, so I had an idea of my head what, what my takes to, to put it in perfect condition. Nice, bro. Okay, so the rehab is 10k, and uh, what, uh, and how much you got it under contract with the seller for? We got it for a hundred. Nice. And how much did you send it out to the buyer for? Um, I believe it was at 125. Okay, so you sent it out for 125. Yeah. And how do you find your buyer? Facebook groups. Facebook Marketplace, or is it Facebook groups? Group? Facebook real estate groups. Okay, and. So local to you, right? Yes. Okay. In my area. Um, so what I said was, Hey, um, we have this, we have this house under contract. Um, I'm a beginning wholesaler. I told, I told everyone the truth that, Hey, this is my first deal, but, um, my friend was kind of behind me, uh, showing me the, the steps. So we found, um, about a list of 25 buyers, nice, um, man. their emails, so we got everyone's emails um, that, that are cash buyers in the area. Then from there, from that email, we made kind of like a flyer of saying, hey, here's the picture of the house. Um, I didn't put the address because I know that sometimes people can are able to take the deal and, and call the person up and, and close through them instead of me. But um, we email blast it with the 25 people that I found and another 30 that my friend has nice we found it um someone was was willing to to buy it from us we we said 
the first person who sends it over to the title company is is the person that gets it the person that buys it so they went ahead and did that um they put a deposit down and then 30 days after when it was time uh, for closing uh they went ahead and, and put the rest of the money down cash and we went ahead and, and sold it to them nice okay so jordan now let me take you some step back so you lock it you sign a contract with the seller to purchase the property for a hundred thousand and how much was the uh, earnest money? The the earnest money, I believe, on but, our part. Yep. It was only like two hundred dollars. Okay, so two hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay. Now, now for those of you who's watching, if you're new, you got listen. You lock this property under contract at a hundred thousand. It doesn't mean that you need to buy this property because what we're doing is we're wholesaling, and that contract give us equitable interest which means you can move forward to buy the property, right? Or you have the rights to assign the contract, assign your position to buy the property over to somebody else for a profit. It could be $1 to 100,000 plus, okay? However much you can make. So then Jordan send this deal, right? He market, he got under contract for 100. He marked it out to his buyer for 125, which is we're talking about a $25,000 spread. So you market on Facebook market, uh, Facebook place. You found the buyer. Now, did the buyer has to, did the buyer do the walkthrough on the property, Jordan, or no? Um, yes, we went ahead and and did that. We met all in person because everything, like I said, is local. Nice. Um, so even though I had the pictures, of course, um, there was something I forgot. To, I forgot to take a picture of the electrical box. He he yep. wanted to see um, if that was up to code and up to date. So um, with permission of of the seller. Um, since it was vacant um, already, then uh, we went ahead and, and brought the buyer, looked through it all together. The three of us, my friend, the buyer and I, we all looked through it. Um, he took his pictures and he said he was interested, he's ready. And, and we went ahead and closed. Nice. So how long, how long do you lock it up on a contract with the seller for? Do you know? It was 30 days. Nice. Okay. So you lock it on a contract for 30 days. For those of you who's watching, so which means th there, as a buyer, you have what's called an inspection period. And whatever that is, that is agreed between you and the seller. But typically my contract, it gives you all the way until the end, the day of closing to back out. So you have inspection all the way until the day of closing. So remember, it's all about, it's all about the contract, right? The contract is very important. Make sure you know what's in your contract. So it protects you. It gives you a way out of this deal. So you lock it up for 30 days. Um, and how long did it took you to find the buyer, Jordan? It took us about a little bit less than a week. It was like five days. Nice. So five days. So once you find the buyers, buyer walkthrough, buyers ready to go. And how much did he put down for the non-refundable deposit? Um, it was 3000 Nice. Okay. So let me, so, okay. So Jordan found the buyer, buyer did the walkthrough. They said they're ready to go. At this time, what you do is that you drop an assignment agreement with your buyer. Okay. So the assignment agreement is different from the purchase and sell agreement that you have with the seller. Cause now you're going to assign your rights to buy this property for a hundred thousand over to them for one twenty-five, And the buyer puts down a $3,000 non-refundable. So you, so when you found a buyer, you guys got, you got to make sure that you want to make sure that the buyer have a lot of skin in the game. 
So you want them to drop off as much as possible. So if they do back out, they lose that deposit. Okay, for those of you watching, so 3,000 bucks, nice. And then how soon did you close after that, Jordan? After we found the buyer? Yep. The day was, the, the day was closing 30 days after she signed. So, um, so we found the buyer in five. Um, we said first karm, first serve. You know, we, we went out to the house already. He, he was already interested before that. And the numbers worked. So, so he put down the, the deposit and then we, we closed on the day of closing, which was uh, the last of the month. Gotcha. So, so Jordan, basically you close on the same time that you have the closing date with the seller. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so just an FYI, I don't know if you know, um, I don't know if you know this, Jordan, or not, but you don't have to wait until the day to close with the seller to close with the buyer. Oh, okay. So, so what? So typically, what I do is that you know we want to lock up, we lock, we want to lock the contract up with the seller as long as possible. So, for those of you who's watching, let's just say that you you sign a contract with the seller December first. Closing date with the seller is let's just say December thirty first. And then you're able to find the buyers in five days. So December 6th, you found a buyer. You yeah. don't have to wait until the end of December to close this transaction out. Because the longer you wait, there's always surprises and issue that comes up. People change their mind. People get cold feet, whatever it is. So yeah. once you find the buyer, you want to close as quickly as possible. Okay. Most buyers, you know, typically the longest is 15 days if they have a private money lender or I'm sorry, a hard money lender, right? Then they would like to, they would like a 15 days because all the paperwork that that, that hard money lender needs. But if they come in with cash, they can close as quickly as, as whenever the title company can get the, the, the stuff done. So I wouldn't wait. I would find a buyer and I would close on it as quickly as possible. And typically I ask the buyer how soon they can close. If a buyer tells you they need 30 to 45 days, those typically are not solid buyers. They trying to get some kind of a loan from the bank or whatever, unless, or they trying to close on another piece of property, get the funds and close on this property. So you got to make sure that you talk to your buyers. Okay. Cause some of them don't understand that they need to come in with cash from private, from their own bank or from a hard money lender. Okay. It's just an FYI. So you don't have to wait yeah. until the closing day with the seller to close with the buyer to get this transaction done. Yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. Boom. Dude, Jordan, congrats, man. That is awesome. So you guys actually make 25 Gs on the first deal. Um, yes. And then we split that. Nice. 50-50. Yeah. So I so made now, a little over 12. Nice, man. So now you know the process. You know exactly how to do it. And you don't need him anymore, right? <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. He's my friend, though. So I want sure. to take care of him. Sure, sure. Of course, I understand. Because a lot of you out there that are watching this, you know, you're stepping over dollars for pennies. And I say this multiple times. You are wanting to get paid that thousand bucks, that two thousand bucks, that five thousand bucks. That you're missing out on the large opportunities is that you want the knowledge, and you want the knowledge. You want to know the process. You want to know how to do this. Even if you lose out on ten Gs, even if you lose out on five Gs, you know, even if you have to split this, whatever it is, where you only get paid five percent or ten percent, whatever the amount is, who cares? Because all you're focusing on is you want that knowledge and you want to know that process. Because you once you know it. You're able to duplicate and do this over and over again. Okay. For those of you who think short term, you need to th think the long term gain, the knowledge, the process is what you want.
Awesome. So Jordan, man, congrats once again, bro. You're such a hustler, man. I love it, dude. And, 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 and your mindset, dude, is exactly how I operate too when it comes to spending and what we buy. You're a car, yeah. dude. I'm a car, dude, man. So, <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Nice seeing you. Nice car, bro. I love nice. it. Nice. Thank you. Yes, sir. Can I ask you one question? Yeah, absolutely, bro. What I wanted to ask is I find a lot of deals that aren't necessarily hitting the 70% rule, but they still might be at a 50K discount. So let's say the the house is worth 400,000, um, but the seller is telling me, hey, um, you can maybe buy it at 340. It doesn't necessarily hit the 70% rule, but is there something that I can... Can I still do something there? Yeah, bro. That's a, dude, Jordan. That's a great question, man. So I'm going to show, so I'm going to share with you right now how you can make a larger profit on your wholesale fee. And this is all comes down to is understanding your market and understanding your buyers. How steep of a discount does your buyer want? Because most, some buyers, dude, and the best dude, the best, um, the best buyer that's going to pay you the most it's typically not the savvy investor. It's not the one that buys hundreds of thousands or hundreds of property a year, but it's the general contractor that's looking for their first fix and flip or the mom and pop, the husband and wife, right? They're looking for something they can fix, you know, spend the next six months or eight months fixing it up and get some sweat equity. Those are the one that probably pays you the most. And typically I get those by networking with realtors. Okay. And so what you want to do is, Jordan, you want to understand your buyers. So when you get on the phone with your buyers and ask them what they are looking to make, like what's the formula that they're using? Because someone will tell you, hey, you know what, man? I just need to make 20K or 15,000 from the deal. Yeah. So they don't even have a percentage. They just need to, or someone be like, hey, if I put in 10,000 to rehab it, I just need to make my, I just need to double my money which means if I put in 10K, I want to make 10, uh, 10K. If I put in 30,000 to rehab, I want to make 30,000. And some, mm. ha, some has a percentage. So yeah. what I do, Jordan, is, is, is I ask them, right? So the 400,000, 340 men might seem a little bit high, but I have sold my deal to buyers that only, that only want 15% discount. So let me give you an example. Okay. So at 400,000, if I minus 30%, I put it as 280. Minus, let's just say it needs 10K in repair. Okay, so 280. So that puts you at 270. So you have to get it below 270 if you follow the 30% rules. But if your buyer is okay with 15%, check this out. So if I take 400,000 minus 15%, that's now you can offer them. Okay, so now we're at 340 instead of 280. Yeah. And let's just say we minus 10,000. That puts us at 330. So anything that's under contract for less than 330, right? Uh, then, uh, um, yeah, so 330, we're able to make a profit. Yeah. So in this case, which means if you have a buyer that's okay with 15% profit, you know, you might, you, you might, or even 10%, but it depends on the amount of repairs. So, yeah. which means you, you might, you might can make it work. I'm just, to me, you know, I think, to me, fifteen percent is the lowest that I have uh, that I or you know that, that that I have gone to make a deal work. So even at four hundred thousand, maybe getting it down to if the seller wants three forty, maybe try to see if you can lock it up on the contract for three hundred thousand, mm -hmm. and then yeah. fish it and then fish it out to your buyer for like three ten or three fifteen or three twenty and see what they yeah. say. Oh, okay. You know, it also depends on the condition of the property as well. 
Yeah. Jordan, does that make sense, bro? No, yeah, of course. No, awesome. I just had, I just always thought in my head, I have to hit that 30%, yeah. 70% rule. And if I don't hit it, it's not going to work and I can't sell and I can't make money. But now that you say that it's a good rule, but you don't have to always follow it. That's, Correct. that's Correct. a good thing that you say. Yeah, Bro, dude, Jordan, it's, it's so good that you brought it up because when I first started, I was just like you. I was throwing all this deal away, bro. I, I was throwing so <laughs> many deals away because it didn't hit the 30% rules. Yeah. But once you start to know your market, that's why some of these guys and gals, they're doing a lot more deals than the, than the people that are coming in and, or maybe have only done a few months or a year because they start to have bigger buyer list. They know their buyer, they know their market and they lock it up on a contract at a higher price than we can. That's why. Exactly. Gotcha. Good man. So Jordan, how can people connect with you, bro? Um, you can follow my Instagram at jordan.t.smith. Just IG, that's it? Uh, at the moment now, I don't have a huge, um, Instagram, uh, I mean, a TikTok following, but, um, I can give that too. Give me one sec. Sure, man. Uh, that so, would be, what's up? Yep. Go ahead. The TikTok is jordan.t.smith1. So the same as my Instagram, just with a one. Awesome. And you guys, I'll make sure I'll put, um, Jordan links right below so you guys can connect with him. Um, and, uh, where you're based out of bro. Uh, Tampa, Florida. Nice. Yeah. So Jordan, one, one last thing, man, for those that are also starting out trying to get the first deal, what are some tips, advice that you can give them? I would say before anything, definitely save up as much money as possible for the next six months. You have to have food and, and money for gas for the next six months, because this is something that is somewhat risky. If, if you don't lay in a deal in six months, you have to go back to your job, you know what I mean? Um, or you have to go back to, to whatever you're doing. Um, so I would definitely have enough money saved up that will at least cover just the basics. Um, then, of course, I would also study before before I put any money into it and, and start calling and practicing for free. There's a lot of um, free resources that Khan gives that are completely free. All it takes is your time and effort. As long as you put it in, you'll get better. Um, and it's the same way with anything. Um, no one is just the, the best NBA star uh, ever. They start off in, in middle school, high school, and uh, they're not doing the best. But after a while um, with practicing and, and hard work, then I feel like you can definitely get better at whatever you're trying to do. Boom, <laughs> bro. I love it, man. For those of you listening, whatever you put in, you get back. A lot of you ask me, so Kong, you know, how quickly, right? Can I get my first deal? Okay. Well, it's hard to, it's hard to say how much effort are you putting in? Do you have any cash to market or are you going to hustle the freeway? Cause the freeway is going to be harder than the, the people that actually have some money to leverage, to, to spend on marketing. Right. Cause so it's extremely hard to say how much work you put in is that's how much results you're going to get back. All right. So anyway, Jordan, thank you so much, bro, for your time. It was so such an honor, man, to meet you. That was awesome. Like I said, I'll put Jordan links right below so you guys can connect with him. For those of you, if you find this video helpful and it does add value, please show me and my guests some love. Boom. Smash that thumbs up for you, the YouTube algorithm. And until next time, take care and ciao. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it, Jordan. No, thank you, Kong. Hey, do you have uh, five minutes to talk if you don't mind? Uh, hold on a second. Okay. Let me end this. Hold on a second.